Good morning and welcome to Black Consumer News of Arkansas Radio. News that empowers. You're listening to KABF 88.3, the voice of the people. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black Consumer News. We are only a few days before the end of the summer and the beginning of the fall on September the 22nd. And we can already feel it. It's nice and cool outside. Good morning, Wes. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. So if you missed it last night, the Arkansas Symphony Orchestra, in partnership with the Dunbar Historic Neighborhood Association, gave a soul stringing performance to begin its new season that has been postponed 18 months due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, The centerpiece and the concert highlights was the premiere of composer Florence Price's own orchestration of her 1934 piano concerto in one movement with the world-renowned pianist Karen Walwyn as the soloist. The work's three parts were clearly defined the opening romantic, I mean very romantic, yeah, classical, great. oh my goodness, classical concert piece in the mold of Krieg and Brahm, the second, an echo of black spirituals, and the third, a jazzy cake walk. It was absolutely phenomenal, and it was a, certainly a very joyous, joyous occasion for the Dunbar Historic Neighborhood Association that I am the proud executive director for and so proud of our partnership last night with the Arkansas Symphony honoring the resident Florence B. Price um, of the Dunbar Historic District. Uh, Florence was born in 1886. She died in 1953. She lived in the Dunbar District uh, until she was 44 years old. She was a genius. Uh, She was a yeah. She was a child prodigy. Like I said, she lived in the Dunbar District um, until she was 44. She moved to Chicago and and certainly flourished a lot there. She actually won the Warner that one of the highest. Um, awards for a composer, the Warner Maker uh, Award, and back in 1934, I think it was. Yeah, and the, and the great thing now is that the world is, again, now discovering her work uh, oh, and yes. putting it on level with Gershwin and and Mozart. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and she's uh, uh, some of the uh, her music, and I and I'm a I grew up playing classical music, playing the piano, and and being able to 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 hear a black composer. She she does orchestration, which means that she writes music for, each, for, for every instrument. Each, each instrument, instrument, and that along with it by itself is just phenomenal to me. Yeah. And um, her phenomenal works were played last night by the Arkansas Symphony, and um, this was a free community concert. Mm-hmm. And like I said, to honor her, and let me tell you, and, and her a- music is Amazing. When you talk about being a classical pianist yourself, Wesley, I've always liked classical music, and I use it to relax. Mm-hmm. But Florence Price's music is just so soulful. Um, yeah, you, and can, it, you can feel the uh, the you know, soul, the spirit. The, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. feel you feel well, the, uh, the gospel in her music. A lot you, of, you of the spirituals in her in her music, even though it's classical. 
and you know Philadelphia, Baltimore, or those cities, or those symphonies in those cities are now rediscovering her music. Chicago, of course. Oh is yeah, even known even about. in the UK, yeah, they so. they honor her, and I'm just glad and, to and, see and, that they're doing that now. And there's a, an event I think in early October over at the Clinton Library where they'll be yeah. doing something uh, yeah, in a uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, so uh, and then the Opus Ball is honoring her as well. So she is the the hot ticket in um, um, here in um, Little Rock, and rightfully so. And like I said, it's about it time. Is, it know. is it is past it's past time, and again, it was an honor uh, here in her works and and I know that uh, some folks at the symphony last night may have been their first experience at the symphony like it was mine uh, a couple of years ago get your tickets and, and, they, they need well, our support well and let me and let me just say when my first experience at the symphony uh, actually was listening to Florence Price we were invited um, the Dunbar Historic Neighborhood Association was invited to that concert and and I, I completely fell in love with um, the Robinson Theater, the Arkansas Symphony, and Florence Price all in one in one day because mm-hmm. it was just such a beautiful experience. Yeah, and uh, they also last night they had uh, in conjunction with that they had over uh, at the Dunbar Community Center in the little field across the they had a live streaming of the performance mm-hmm. out, outdoors. So. A live Samucast. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was live. I was out there, and it was just like being there. They did an outstanding job of. Um, the acoustics, if you would, I don't know if you call it acoustics or not, but <laughs> the speakers were made made it sound like you were right there. And, and they ended the, the, the concert last night. Oh my night God, Janine Perez with a little Aretha Franklin singing. Uh, yes, Janine Perez singing Aretha Franklin. Yes, and doing a, a stellar job of it. I mean, she yeah, was, it was. It was great. Yeah, she was uh, definitely right on point in that beautiful purple dress that she had on mm-hmm. fitting for the Dunbar community purple and gold okay all okay, right okay, let's move on now. <laughs> we, we we just got started okay? okay can't move too quick mr wesley well welcome back to you all right i'm glad to be back in town yes how was your trip it was good i had a good time um but i'm glad to be back on in arkansas on arkansas so on Arkansas, so I mean, you traveled. Now, where did you go again? I went to Akron, Ohio, to the. I'm a board member of the National Inventors Hall of Fame, which is the uh, the biggest. Uh, they give the biggest event for the scientific community every year. Actually, event at the White House where we honor the top inventor or uh, uh, or scientists in the United States. Uh, we've honored people like Steve Jobs, uh, uh, George Washington Carver every year. It's kind of the big thing for the science community, and uh, uh, we're also supported by the United States Patent and Trademark Office, uh, and we also run the uh, United States Trademark uh, Museum there in Akron, Ohio. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I was appointed to the board early this year and glad to be. We also have a STEM curriculum that is sold all over the United States, so we are uh, looking to to start uh, uh, some projects here in the South, in Arkansas, so uh, uh, I'm part of that uh, expansion of, of those projects. So I'm excited about the work that we're doing. All right. Well, again, welcome back. And you know, that STEM project um, with the, the National Invo- Inventors Hall of Fame sounds outstanding. Hopefully that's something will come this way 
uh, to the Little Rock soil one day. So mm -hmm. definitely. Uh, as always, we always begin with our headlines. Uh, make sure, though, that you go and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and make us your daily read on blackconsumernews.com. Also sign up for our, our newsletter that comes out every Monday morning. Mm -hmm. Also, you can join in on our conversation today by calling 501-433-0088. And we want to welcome our special guest, Terry, good morning. How are you? Terry Hollinsworth. Good morning, Angel. How are you doing this oh, morning? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much and for being morning here with us. And good morning to you, Wes. Yes, yes. yeah, we appreciate morning. you Happy being to be here. here. Thank so, you so are you, much. Are you tired from the, 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 your work this week? Uh, yes, definitely tired from my work this week. You know, I really had um, I launched my re-election campaign sure. last night, had a fundraiser. And so oh, uh, nice. today, definitely want to be here to uh, do the work that we need to do in the clerk's office to talk about NVRA, National Voter Registration Act, and of course any of the election laws as, as we get to that part. So. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. That's, a, that's a big part of what's going on around the world for sure. Yes. And uh, speaking of elections, we just um, had the election for the Rebuild the Rock campaign uh, for Mayor Scott. Um, unfortunately, it didn't make it through, um, but we're going to talk about that. And Wesley, let's go ahead and do that now. So what does it mean for Mayor Scott um, since it, it didn't uh, pass? Well, you know, it's a, it's kind of a, most people will say if you get, get some of the uh, political analysts and experts to, in a room and they start talking about it, anytime you're, you have a major agenda item that doesn't move forward, it's kind of, uh, is it a rebuke? Uh, given the fact that there was, and, and Terry can speak to this too, uh, there was a low turner. Uh, we had, uh, and Terry gave me this information a couple of weeks ago, so I can use it right now. She gave me uh, there are about 128,000 eligible registered voters in in Pulaski County. Only about 21,000 showed up for the special election, which is less than 17 percent. Uh, that means that, uh, and if you look at the numbers, out of 72 precincts in Pulaski County, 62 uh, percent rejected. Uh, the rebuild the rock campaign and 38 percent back that uh so so what mayor scott has to do has to go back to the uh go back to the city council go back to the people i think he i think he really with the, the composition of the of the of the uh, uh little rock city board of directors which have several uh uh white and i'll just say it the, the way it is white uh city councilors who are against his anything that he does so uh they even uh, actively voted uh raised money to to go against this campaign i don't think he's going to have success trying to go through the city council he's going to have to go directly to the people uh uh or and that could possibly mean in 2022 if he he has to run again to get he's going to have to get where that 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 uh, number on the city council points in his favor. Right now, I think you've got like a 6-4 uh, vote against him that, uh, when it comes down to a, a major vote, when he's going to get a vote. So he's got to change that tide to really push his agenda, uh, or, or you're going to get more of the same. Much of the things that he wanted to do in this, uh, uh, over the last, in, during his tenure, the first three years, he hasn't been able to get some of his major items. Uh, the one thing that he has done is bring jobs. He's, he's uh, brought over 5,000, 2,000 jobs. If you, I don't know if you ever went out to the Little Rock Port Authority, but that, those Amazon fulfillment centers are huge. 
maybe almost uh, 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 about uh, half a mile, one of the centers out in Little Rock Port Authority, they seized you. And then there's just two of those, and those are about 1,500 jobs. So he's done a good job on that. But the issues of, of, of rebuilding our community, black community, uh, streets, uh, infrastructure, I think those are important things. He gets to talking about those things and, and remove some of those other things in, in that when the Rebuild the Rock campaign that don't, don't definitely go to those infrastructure direct things that, that people need from a city. And, and Terry, what about the, the low um, uh, voter um, turnout? Do, do you have any um, idea maybe why it was this way? Or are people just not registering? Are they just not interested in voting? Is it not enough information out there for people to want to get engaged? What do you think it is? So special elections don't often bring large crowds. So that's okay. what you had. So what's really interesting, the, we had the same vote in 2012 or 2011, 2012. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We had a lower turnout. than This was a higher turnout than oh, that wow. one in 20. And it's because of the naysayers in terms yeah. of really we're trying to get out there to uh, vote against this. Uh, so, you know, but really when people don't show up, it, for special elections or even for your uh, like Pulaski County and Little Rock School District elections which are coming up yes. in November yes it's just they, they're not paying attention they, they don't have as much interest as they would in a presidential year mm -hmm. or like next year when we're we're electing the governor mm -hmm. and that kind of thing so it's uh, really um, kind of uh, I want to say a uh, you know, kind of hit or miss mm -hmm. if you're really trying to do something special. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes you need to have a headliner, like she said. You need to have a governor on the on the ticket, or a gubernatorial race, or a president on the race to bring huge numbers of people to the polls. And well, and that's what I mean. I mean, a special election. This, you know, I mean, first of all, this, um, you know, this percentage, one percentage sales tax, you know, fifty-four million dollars to carry us into the next. You know, I think it was like 10-year plan or something like that he had. And so we all know that it takes money to run a city and, and do the things that have been done in the past, similar, mm -hmm. right? And not necessarily advocating it from one way or the other, but saying, okay, so how do we then, you know, understand the idea of, you know, a presidential governor election, but we always talk about people understanding the, the dynamics of politics and being involved mm -hmm. is it is it um, do we think that it's more on on the uh, the politicians and are they not reaching the people are people not you know uh, registered to vote or or, or, or what are we looking at do you so think? I, you know I since you're asking me my opinion about yes, different things. Yes, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. um, of course, I, I can't analyze this particular election for you know the mayor and what has gone on. I'm not on that team, so we'll leave that to them in terms of their analysis. And just in general, like but I, I can said, tell you that, that, that sitting, sitting in this seat as the Pulaski County Clerk and being the chief election official for the county, mm -hmm. uh, it's amazing how our offices or county government is not set up to do outreach as mm -hmm. much as I would like. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. And so I think that comes down to actually being able to help educate the public. Again, not advocating either way, right. but letting people understand that they need to participate in this democracy, that it matters on these special elections, that it matters on these school elections. You know, just get out and make sure you have your voice heard. And I think that if we had more money or more of a budget that went to that kind of thing in terms of outreach, mm -hmm. I think that would be very very helpful but 
you know, I have to work with the confines of, of the budget and the system that I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 Thank and you. we know during the, during the legislative session that the uh, the legislature had the discretion of, with Pulaski County being the largest county in the state of Arkansas, had the discretion of budgeting more money for you, and they didn't do that. And I think that that that, and I know you can't speak to those things, the political end of that, but but uh, you did when you came into office. You hit the round running. You tried to reach out to the elector. Uh, population with some outreach. Tell us about some of those outreach things that you did when you first came into office. Well, some of the same things we're doing now. Well, this is one reason why I'm here in terms of the talking about the National Voter Registration Act, which we did in uh, 2019. It's We have to do this biannually. You know, so we're just trying to make sure that we do things to un let the voter understand that here's what the election laws are, here's what's coming up, and here's how, you know, it affects you. And so uh, certainly now that this special election, it really gave me some angst looking at that in terms of the turnout and that kind of thing. Sure. And so I want to make sure that our team gets back together after this week to uh, look at how can we do some, some better outreach, especially in the wake of COVID, considering people aren't really meeting. And that, that are going out. And that, and that really kind of stopped a lot of the efforts that we were doing because yeah. we would do as much as we can, you know, via Zoom, but there were no, no actual that, events that or meetings or that kind of thing to actually uh, go to to spread the word about participating in the democracy. And I hope that, uh, you know, our school districts around the state mm -hmm. will begin to put civics back into uh, mm -hmm. the children's uh, or students' yeah. learning so that uh, we can, uh, they can understand about democracy or, or wanting to be a uh, civil servant or that kind of thing, you know, so. Yeah, I know when I was in, a, in a, growing up in Hope, when I turned 18, that was our community, our churches, that was the very first thing that you did when you turned 18. You went and you signed up to vote. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, we don't see that anymore, but uh, I, I'm sorry, Angel, I got you off subject. I know you were talking about this special election, honey. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's, it's fine. I, I did want to ask, though, Wesley, what do you think? Um, will this defeat um, hurt Scott's campaign in the future uh, for mayor, you think? Well, you already got, I, I think one of the things, the mistakes he made, he, he engaged Baker Curris as part of his uh, election team uh, after he defeated him. Mm -hmm. uh, you, I, I think you tossed that man to the side after, after you defeat him. Don't. Don't bring him in to ah, see what you're doing on your team. Interesting. And since that point, Curris has, uh, even during the campaign in 2018, there were some racist things that he did. Wow. Uh, there were things that came out before the campaign that were right on the edge of, of, uh, of, of you know, kind of, kind of pushing the envelope on, on the right. issues, trying to push uh, uh, things to, to appeal to the white population to vote against uh, uh, Scott. Uh, and also... Uh, Curris has, even though he's going around saying, I have no interest in being mayor, he has been active in every step of, <laughs> of, of Scott's uh, tenure in office, speaking against the, uh, uh, the speaking, and he ran an editorial in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette the day of the election, saying wow. don't vote against this. Speaking of not running, Landers has thrown his hat in. Yeah, and, and that is, I, I think, you know, I, I'll say this, and I, you know, I, I cover. Uh, I think the the Republican Party, even though uh, you don't put put your your uh, label on in when you're running for mayor, I do believe the Republican Party is behind that. Uh, uh -huh. I, uh, I do think Landers will run with a conservative agenda. I still think you 
uh, you're going to see, uh, uh, even though Kerr said he voted for every uh, uh, tax referendum since he'd been voting in Little Rock, but he didn't vote for this one. What is, when you look at that record, what is the difference? Well, all of the other mayor, white mayors was, from my view, all of the other white mayors, uh, mayors were white. This mayor was black. So you don't give him the tools to carry out his agenda. I believe that when a person comes in off, you at least give them an opportunity to carry out their division, uh, their vision that they're trying to do, and, and Mayor Scott won't get to do that. Uh, he's going to have a tough, tough road in the, uh, in the 2022 election. He's going to have to, I, I think Kerr's going to uh, uh, probably throw his hat in the ring, ring. I think you got Landers, and you may have others. There's others room to be running for that race. So it's going to be a hot uh, race. Uh, you're also going to have a governor's race. So you're going to get a lot of people that, you know, we've talked about people coming to the polls. We're going to get a lot of people come to the polls in, in that uh, race. But There's he, also going to be a clerk's race. Yeah. That's <laughs> By the way. By the way. <laughs> Clerk that's doing a really good job now. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Terry Hollingsworth. Uh, okay, I see that's the campaign right. sign in here, y'all. Right. What's going on? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't resist. Uh, so she started it, right? Oh, my but, goodness. But, you, but uh, Mayor Scott is going to have to do go back to the people. Uh, he's great at campaigning. I mean, Mayor Scott is a great campaigner. What he has to prove is that is he good at governing? There is a difference between campaigning. Once you, after the campaign, you have to get to, you have to build coalitions to get your agenda moving. Well, I also think even after this, after this um, vote, I mean, you know, you 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 know, it's, it, this is just one hurdle that you have to um, jump mm-hmm. over, and but it doesn't mean that you have to land in mm-hmm. negativity. But he's got to keep pushing forward for the people and showing, hey. We didn't win that one, but we got some more wins coming up. And one of the things that has prevented the black population, which is the majority population in Pulaski County, from mm-hmm. getting the representation is the at-large positions. Yes. Uh, I believe, because I saw the same things when I was in Tulsa, that is unconstitutional. I believe someone should challenge that. If John Walker was here, I think that would be challenged, but no one else has stepped up to the plate to challenge that. It is un- It was proven unconstitutional uh, in Tulsa, when I covered that as a cub reporter at the Tulsa World. But and and but Little Rock may be the one of the last cities in in the United States to it have at large full positions. representation uh, across the city. Yeah. Uh, with this, and I, I do believe it is unconstitutional. I do want to talk about that director's seat. Um, unfortunately, we lost um, director of Ward 1, um, Irma Hendricks, and we know that her position is, is out there, but I wanted to ask some questions to you about that as well. Caller, are you there? I am. Uh, do you have a comment or a question? Yes, ma'am. Uh, very briefly, you keep, uh, well, you don't, but there have been references on two or three occasions of the county and the city, and county uh, elections are different from the city elections, and I would just like to know if you are aware that you keep uh, someone keeps saying uh, about the elections in the city and referring to the county uh, voters as well, and they don't participate in the mail. Right, mail yeah. or, you're, that's uh, that's exact. That, you're you're exactly right, but 
But Little Rock is the largest city in, in the county. That's the reference why we make the reference to the county. In this in this special election, only Little Rock residents, Little Rock residents were able to vote in the election. Yes, I, I vote. I, I imagine I can put my uh, <laughs> affidavit up against anyone yeah, you know, yeah. in any elections at mm. all. I even have, had to come down there and uh, Miss Hollingsworth, Mm-hmm. One of her employees had to, they won't let you upstairs, so he came outside the, where the guard was and gave me a little card to show where I was registered to vote mm-hmm. at this precinct that had wanted to deny me. Mm-hmm. That's great. Because of, uh, well, I had one address on my driver's license. <laughs> Were we, were we able to get that settled for you? Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, good. Well, I'm, Fantastic. Yes. So we got you taken care of, and we really appreciate your call. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Yeah, right. and he is correct uh, that, that uh, Pulaski, Pulaski County has a, has a larger electorate than, than the Little Rock City, because you, you go out to those, those communities that are not a part of the, the Little Rock uh, uh, uh area, MSA, what we call the Little Rock metropolitan area, so uh, uh, but uh, we still didn't get a large turnout from the Little Rock people in, the, in this particular vote. And I think, um, Terry, you're right, it's just about educating people, making sure that people um, stay aware, and yes, maybe ma'am. and even some maybe some of our political officials that aren't doing much <laughs> when the, the house is not open, maybe they need to have some community, you know, gatherings where people are, are, are really understanding. And here on Black Consumer News, we're always advocating that, you know, that uh, people need to know more about what the political arena, especially on the local level, is all about, what it looks like, how it all works, why it's important, you know, to vote. Yeah, and yes. what and more importantly, what we're voting for absolutely and i think we can do that certainly as we begin to try to register young people who are you know in high school as they're about to turn 18 or they are 18 i think that's one way and we also have to think about uh, you know hitting that that's not maybe not getting to the voter in a different way reaching reaching is the word that i was trying to say instead Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yes reaching voters in different ways i mean because people are always on their phones or their tablets or that kind of thing so there needs to be some digital messaging that's going on more so than what has been going on you know uh, in this past so we really need to try to reach the voter in a different way and you know we are again still in the middle of pandemic people are worried about what's going on in their own homes and so sometimes it's difficult for them to see past what's going on in their own life to really want to focus but we want to give them reasons that's the reason why they need to focus is because what's going on during this pandemic, how we are governing really affects them each and every day. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so, certainly a witness of that because, you know, you, you're more aware now because you're kind of limited to where you're going, how you're traveling, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you've been limited. But I do like that idea of that 18-year-old because a lot of times when we're young, um, you know, we don't really think about voting and we wait, we, we're waiting for 21, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We know why we're waiting for, for 21, 21, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> but if we start now... Like you said, training them up, mm-hmm. uh, understanding the political arena, and understanding why it's important to vote. That they, but they're not this, you know, this kid. But you're a right. young adult, you're, and 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 that you are, you know, 
your voice counts. Yes, your voice counts. Your and, voice matters. Yeah, I do like mm-hmm. that idea a, a whole lot, especially when we've got, you know, uh, pretty much four HBCUs right here mm-hmm. surrounding us mm-hmm. as well and uh, all the other colleges as well, too. Yes. So, yeah, yes. I think that's a, that's a very, very good idea. Um, let's go to the national news. Last week, uh, President Joe Biden announced his plans to implement a national um, strategy to mandate the vaccination of more than one-third of the U.S. population, and there's response from all sides has been overwhelmingly. Mm. I tell you, they are just different sides of the track it's just it's mm-hmm. just it's like from one side of the country to the other from one side of the world to the other from up to down it's just like all over the place yeah everybody's been talking about this even uh, i think our governor was on on national tv on sunday uh and he has been you know i, I have to give him credit he is for the most part he has been uh, in line with the Biden administration uh by administration in urging people to get the vaccine but he came out on Sunday on, I think, a Meet the Press or one of the other, yeah. uh, and called the federal vaccine mandate uh, counterproductive because you've got the people, the pro-Trump people and the Republican Party people that are saying that it, it goes against their freedoms. And uh, 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 so uh, uh, you've, you got that. I, currently, I think all, every governor in every GOP state has said they're going to file a lawsuit uh I think yesterday our, our attorney general Leslie Rutledge came out and said that she she would probably file a join or join a lawsuit uh, uh, on this. So you're gonna uh, see that, and you know, there's also some trade associations, some small business and business trade association who said they they're gonna uh, file a lawsuit. So what's gonna happen is you, you this is gonna get like all of the mass mandate stuff here locally. It's gonna get caught up in court. And you're going to have to, and it's probably going to end up landing at the feet of the Supreme Court. And we don't know how they are going. They, they, they've actually, on the mass mandate thing, they have, have stated that they believe that the president has the authority to be able to, in times of national crisis, mm-hmm. to be able to, to issue mandates such as this. So. But uh, some people may believe that it goes a little overboard, and that's what uh, that's what uh, Governor Hutchins said, and that's what uh, some of the uh, the opposition are said. So we'll have to see uh, what is the end result of this. But uh, at the at, uh, right now, the Biden administration says that there are still out of the 330 million uh, people in the United States, not counting the children, about only one. A little less than 45 percent of the people in the United States have been vaccinated. In Arkansas, that 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 amount is around 42 percent. We're well, uh, I think the national average is 50 percent. I made a mistake on that. But in Arkansas, we're about 42, 43 percent. So we well below that. And as you know, our our hospital bed space in Arkansas is pretty uh, pretty crowded. And uh, uh, so it's a it's a tough situation. We're in a surreal time. uh, you know, just just unbelievable. Uh, there's a lot of distrust on on each side of of the aisle, uh, and I don't think we are ever come together on this issue, this particular issue. Well, besides the 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 rebuild the rock campaign in Little Rock, there's also a big special election in California, with the recall election of Governor Gavin Newsom, a Democrat. 
Um, so a uh, uh, pro-Trump uh, Republican Larry Elders, uh, who some opponents call uh, the blackface or, or white um, supremacist, he made uh, a comment about reparations and mm. um, being to, to uh, slave to the, owners. Yeah, he made that that comment, and a lot of people took a lot of issue with that. Mm-hmm. And um, he is he's very very vocal mm. out there in California. Yay. Yeah, but but you know the the vote that came in, it was overwhelmingly for Newsom. So, and he was a pro-Trump candidate, and I, I think, and, you know, uh, is this a, a, a rebuttal against the, the pro-Trump movement? We're going to learn about that here in Arkansas. Uh, uh, this, this coming uh, on the 30th, you'll, you'll get uh, second quarter uh, campaign results for the race, Democratic Chris Jones here in Arkansas uh, against Sarah Sanders Huckabee and Leslie Rutledge. We're going to see how much money they raise. Uh, Sanders Huckabee is already running commercials right now on TV, and she's raised almost $10 million, which is a record for any state office in, in the history of Arkansas. Uh, and uh, uh, she has uh, definitely has uh, uh, pro-Trump bona fides, but, but she also has the lineage of, of, uh, of her, her, her father, Mike Huckabee, be also being uh, the governor of Arkansas. So that's going to be an issue. The pro-Trump movement in Arkansas is really strong. Uh, Trump won 63% of the vote in the last election, uh, the, the 2020 election that, that he lost. Uh, so that is the issue that we're going to be faced. Are we going to see this pro-Trump movement continue and will, and I guess the ultimate question is, will Trump actually run again in 2024? I know. Drum roll, please. Mm. Or drum roll. How about just the mm. drum roll? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the uh, black vote, let's get back to our guest, uh, Miss Hollingsworth, and talk about some of the initiatives she has going on in Little Rock at the Blasey County. Uh, first black woman elected um, um, of, of public, yeah, public office. So again, thank you so much for being here, Terry. Thank uh, the, you. Uh, the Republican Party supermajority in 2021 legislative session passed over 20 five new laws that impacted our um, uh, election process. Can you talk uh, about some of the bills that became law last month that uh, will affect poll workers, county elections, commissioners, and county clerk offices? Like you, 75 of y'all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, you know, so I'm the county and circuit clerk. Oh, yes. clerk. yes. And so... Um, Plasky County region. is uh, one of 18 counties that's a you know they have a dual clerk. Mm-hmm. Other counties, of course, you it's have a, a pl- you have a clerk, you have a circuit. county clerk, and you have a circuit, circuit clerk. But anyway, I know we're not here yeah, to talk about that. Well, no, you just, hey, let <laughs> us know. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of hats you're wearing you over here. Got a lot here. of hats you're wearing. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thank, so, thank you for breaking that down. Sure. Um, as you just, you know, as you said, there were over 20 laws that are affected our voting and election process. The majority of those laws affected my office and how we do business. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they really wanted to limit what clerks do, and and um, I really feel as though the opposition wanted to limit what we do in Pulaski County. Mm-hmm. It's just my opinion, well, well, but uh, I, I they're, they're, they're out to get they're out to get uh, Pulaski County. Well, it's the largest. It's the uh, largest county in in the in the state of Arkansas. It has mm-hmm. the largest Black Democratic population <laughs> yes, vote, uh, and the the people who pass this are, are Republican supermajority. So that's mm-hmm. not 
uh, you know, when you say that, that's a statement of fact. Now, you don't have to read tea leaves to, <laughs> to understand that. Uh, so, so tell us about, uh, first of all, about the absentee, because that well, was... Uh, let me, let me tell you, so there was uh, Act 249. Of course, that is where, of course, we've always been... Since 2016, been required to take our ID to the mm-hmm. to the polling sites, and I hate that, right? I hate that. And also, uh, if you did an absentee ballot, there was a statement that was in there that said that you could swear to who you were if you didn't have your ID in there, right? Mm-hmm. We can't do that anymore. Oh wow! There's okay. no out. You have to have your ID. ID. Okay. You have to have your ID, mm-hmm. whether it's your absentee ballot, you know, after you've done the application and get an absentee ballot, or whether you're there in person. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's no out with that. So it removes what this law does is remove the optional affirmation that I attest to who I am. Right. Okay. I so can't, I can't say I am right, who I am. Right. right I right. can't say I'm Wesley, y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then, if you actually go vote in person and you act and, and for some reason you've been standing in a long line you forgot your id mm-hmm. you can there will be a provisional ballot that's done but and then you have until the monday after the election, election. Mm-hmm. to bring your id to the Pulaski county election commission or to the clerk's office so you can say i am who i am and your ba- and that provisional ballot be uh counted okay, okay? So, so what what types of ID? I got a, I got a passport. I got okay, so, 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 so we need an ID that has your picture on it. That's a state issued ID. Let's just go there. Okay. Okay. State issued ID. So even though people don't drive, you still need a state issued ID. So I'm paying to vote because I got to go buy that. Well, you need your ID for several okay. things. So. <laughs> It's not no. You're not I'm paying. paying I'm vote. paying a poll tax. That's what I think. Oh my goodness. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. my goodness. Okay. So let me just tell you that in 2020, the general election, the election commission accepted 1,600 absentee ballots out of 23,000 who signed the optional identity box on that mm-hmm. voter statement. So that's about six mm-hmm. percent of those folks who didn't, wow, that's... who forgot to put their ID into those, you know, those packets. Right. Oh, wow. So that can affect a lot of voters. That could turn an election. Okay? That right. can turn an election. So mm. they won't be able to vote. So they will be able. So what what we what we're going to be do is um, we're going to be on a pilgrimage to make sure people understand. You got to have your ID. Okay. You got to have your ID. You just got to have. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay. Period. You got to have an ID. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's suspended or not, you gotta have an and ID. And if they don't have a state issue, they can come to the clerk's office, and we can take a picture of them, and then they can have an ID to go to the to go to vote. Okay, mm-hmm. we can do that. They can have a voter ID like that. Yes. Yeah, because sometimes it's those small little things that people mm-hmm. don't understand mm-hmm. or realize. You get there to vote, and it's like, no, you can't. Right. Yeah, you and then it. people might, probably will not come back. Mm-hmm. But also, if you make a, a special note in your head that look. I, I know I have to have my ID. I know I have to have a state registered ID with me, whether it's mm-hmm. my license or, like you said, mm-hmm. just an ID. Mm-hmm. Then that means you're becoming a part of of um, the political arena and knowing mm-hmm. that you are your voice is important. Your voice is important. Absolutely. Yes. So, and it should be important enough to you, or in my opinion, I'm sorry, this may maybe not everybody's opinion. Yes. That you get an ID, and again, if you don't have a state a state issued ID when it comes to voting the clerk's office is available to make sure you have an ID so that you can go and vote that's only what only thing they'll be able to use for okay okay so you guys so, can make sure that they have an ID we can 
And how and do you do that? We, we, it's almost like a passport picture. We take that and make sure they have okay, their name let and, me it, know. and their let vote me know. and their voter ID information on there, <laughs> okay. so that when they go to the polls, they can be able to. Okay, vote. great. All yes. right, good. And it's free of charge. Oh, hey, don't forget that part. Yeah, it's free of charge. <laughs> see, there you go. You <laughs> said that for me, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that part. That part. The other act that uh, will limit folks or maybe even limit their thinking, which we hope not, is that when they're standing in line or if they happen to be in a line and you're within 100 feet of mm -hmm. uh, the voting place, yes. then nobody else is, is, you're barred from being in that particular area. So now, if you need assistance, that doesn't really talk mm -hmm. to the, about those folks who need assistance, but that talks to those community groups that might be out there trying to give people water who might be in line. Say it's a hot day, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing, mm -hmm. or somebody trying to give you food or something like that. Nobody is within that 100-foot line. Now, this has always been on the books, but right now this could make it unlawful for you to be there. So you know we have people with their phones and they want to tell and all that kind of good stuff. So just... Make sure you're not in that 100-foot line, mm. even just saying hello to somebody. Wave at them from a distance, you know, that mm. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, Yeah, good, so good. we just want to, you know, make sure that you're there for the lawful purposes, and that is to vote. Okay. All right. The other one, the, one of the big ones that really affects the voter is uh, Act 736. And mm. so this re requires the signatures on the absentee ballots to be verified by checking voters' registration applications. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is a process that happens within the clerk's office. So I am not able to look at the poll books. These are the books that you all used to, you always sign when you go in there. Mm -hmm. So which means I have your most recent uh, signature, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, they outlawed that. I can't look at those poll books. I have to look back at your voter registration from when you turned 18. Wow. Oh. Yes. Okay. Right. How, how's so, that, how's that possible? How, well, let me just say that we just had a recent case in our office where a lady was 100 years old. Mm -hmm. We did not have her voter wow. her, her voter registration application from 100 years ago on file. Okay. Okay. Now, remember, 100 years ago, we didn't have computers either, did mm -hmm. we? Yes, right. No. Okay. So, so, but just be somebody actually knew the lady, mm -hmm. so we were able to contact one of her relatives so that we could actually get an updated voter registration application to her, and that way she could sign it, mm -hmm. and we could go ahead with the process. Mm -hmm. There's probably thousands of people out there who might have wanted to participate in this election and were, weren't able to because of that particular issue. Mm -hmm. So that's a problem. So now when, now when elections are not on people's minds, they're not updating their voter registration applications or, you know, that kind of thing, then we get back to everybody wants to go vote, you know, in May when the new, next election, the big election comes up. Right. Then how many people are going to be affected in that way? That we're going to actually have to have... So you guys have to go and check those signatures? We have to check. We have to check the signature on your voter registration application. To when you first initially signed up to so she, 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 vote. So, so vote. put it this way. I'm 57. You got to look back when I was 18. That's what I'm trying to think. I'm like, how is <laughs> so, that? So that 100-year lady, she, you have to go back and go 82 years. Yes. And it wasn't there. And, and, yeah, so and, now you know your signature has changed over your years, right? Mm -hmm. So you know that her signature has probably changed over the years as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, mm -hmm. now, and now this is a lady who, and mine changes who all would time, always vote. She would always <laughs> vote, which means that if I was able to look at the poll book, 
there would have been any problem because right. we would have her most recent signature, right? Mm. So, but that's the thing that they have done. And also with this particular law, if you have folks in your household who uh, wanted to vote by absentee ballot, mm-hmm. and then you want to go drop those ballots within the mail or even bring them to the clerk's office, well, you don't need more than three in your possession at one time. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I can't pick up all of everybody in my church. No, you cannot. Mm-hmm. No, you're not, because it'll make it illegal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, people with no, phones, I people want to tell, people want to say you're doing something illegal. Even if you're going to the mailbox, only have three in your possession and put those in the mailbox and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow. Yeah. So those are the kind of things, just those little nuances Mm -hmm. that are making life difficult for those of us who want to participate in this democracy, who want to make sure that their voice is heard. Mm -hmm. And so these are the laws that are, are, you know, they're just bad for us. And if you have um, more than four in your possession, that Mm -hmm. means that uh, there's a presumption or an intent to defraud the election. And you're trying to help out your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, everybody you know, house. everybody in your house. They might, they might have contracted COVID because mm-hmm. we're still in COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the one that I, 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 I guess, uh, and I know you're going through this list, but, but, but the one, uh, the giving the, the election commission the, the more power, uh, if, let's say, uh, uh, tell us about the ones that are impacting the election uh, commission and and I know you had said earlier that uh, you believe that part of the reasoning was to to diminish the role of of the Pulaski County Clerk, which mm-hmm. is you or someone else in that whoever is in that position, diminish that role and put more power in. And who's getting the power if they're diminishing your role? Well, it's just as you said, the election com- they've given more powers to the election commission. And uh, that way, if there's some kind of complaint, it goes directly to them instead of coming to the clerk's office who, first. Who, who is a, is oh, a, oh, they would be the legislature gave this to the election commission, to the county election commissioners around the state. And then also the state board of election commissioners is getting more. They gave them put more teeth into their uh, their acts or their governance. And they can uh, actually, you know, charge Things. Are, are are these groups these bodies are they bipartisan groups? So they're not so much bipartisan groups okay. at this point in time because the Republican Party is the uh, party in power. Power in power. Ooh, I can't say that party in power. Three mm-hmm. times. Three then times. on the election commission, there's two Republicans mm-hmm. and one, one Democrat. Democrat. And these folks are elected by their county parties. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's on the county election mm-hmm. side. In terms of the state board of election commissioners, there's majority Republican mm-hmm. folks who are on that particular commission. Mm-hmm. It's a statewide commission. The secretary of state is the chair of that. Mm-hmm. And then there are one or two Democrats. I think it mm-hmm. might be just be one. Though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the point is, whoever the party's in power, they will be able to come in and protest any uh, issues related to elections. Take, for instance, the, the recent election. If, if that... If we were there right now, they could come in and protest and say that we are going to investigate the election that that uh, if Biden got more votes than than, yes. than Trump. Yes. Okay. I just want to I make can that even point. give you one better. You know, recently uh, I got reprimanded by the State Board of Election Commissioners mm-hmm. because of a mistake that happened within our office mm-hmm. that um, 
it only affected 10 voters. Mm-hmm. And uh, I protested. I mean, I hired some attorneys and make sure that uh, we. F- I-, I wanted to fight that because instead of just giving me a letter of warning mm-hmm. or something like that, mm-hmm. um, they went straight to the highest thing they could do at that particular time, mm-hmm. and which was a reprimand. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, you know, we checked the attorneys have checked around the state about different issues that go, mm-hmm. and of course. Other folks would get a slap on the wrist or mm-hmm. something that was dismissed. Sure. But because we're Pulaski County, but because we're the largest, mm-hmm. you know, I got, you know, the what was charged with the, but they ended up doing the lesser charge as we finished our case there. Good so, for you. Good yes. for you. Yeah, standing up for your right. De- definitely. We have to fight back. We have mm-hmm. to stand up, not only for our voice to vote, but just for our voice to make sure that other people can vote. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is so important that we have free and fair elections and that we fight for that Mm -hmm. absolutely and uh, your passion uh, as it regards to the people uh, in your position Terry just just comes out uh, in everything that you say and everything that that you're talking about and and um, you know making people feel important that their votes are important and doing everything in your power to make sure that that process happens. Are there any other of the votes? Um, I'm glad you said that. I'm over here about to tear up. Oh, but I really think, yeah. I really, really, I, I, you know, it's really important that I'm in this office because the people put me here. Mm-hmm. And it's important to me that I am the one that's going to be out there fighting for them as much as I can. Absolutely. And so, uh, and, and definitely want to follow the law, but I also want to fight for the people to make sure that their voice is is heard or their voices are heard and, and, yes. and let them know about it yes and let them know about it yes yeah. and, almost and, definitely and continue there's something in, in particular I don't know how many of those laws uh, affected things but go ahead and, and let's talk about a few more before we get just, ready to okay, end just, up, okay I'm sorry so w- the last one I talked about that okay. really affects the voter okay. just like this last election the absentee ballots they are required to be into the clerk's office the, especially if you're doing it in person the Friday before the election Okay. So we had the election Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, those absentee ballots had to be in by last Friday. So that's different mm-hmm. from last time, mm-hmm. last election in November, when they had to be there the Monday before the I election. I them in the day before the election. Right. And the so day. now you can't do that. But you can still put them in the mail. You know, Oof. of course, you want to because you know how the mail goes. You want to make sure you do that early. But and also the last day for this last election to even get one or request one in person was also Friday. So not only did you have to request it by Friday, but you also had to be have it mm. back in the office by Friday if you're mm. going to do it in person. And, yeah. And that that's a thing that's t- traditionally people always have known that they they could come in the day before. Uh-huh. And it's, it's a traditional thing that people understand that. And that educational component really has to be emphasized because you've got upcoming elections, uh, the 2022 election in particular, that people, if they are not made aware of this change. Well, that's why I'm glad we're here, because I want to make sure people are aware of this change. I mean, just with this special election, we had a couple who who got quarantined last Thursday. Mm -hmm. So they didn't even get a chance to actually request an absentee ballot. Mm. nor put one in so they didn't get a chance to vote but they mm. wanted to vote mm. so just things like that you know when you have to quarantine because of covid mm. and we've got two special elections coming up in november yeah. so we're going to be out here trying to make sure that people understand when they what the deadlines are for their absentee ballot when they can put that in that they have to have their id and all those kinds of things and, you know one of the things i i, I understand and just covering this at the legislative session is that that the constitution requires that that voting be made as easy 
as possible, a mass open process. And mm-hmm. here we have, not just in Arkansas, but all over the country, uh, in, particularly in states where Trump laws, we have these laws that have been that have been passed that are making it, that putting hurdles in in my way, uh, in, on my way to the, to the to the ballot box. I've got hurdles that I have to jump over mm-hmm. to vote, uh, particularly in in neighborhoods of people that look like yeah. me. and so it's feeling kind of Jim Crow law ish. You know, mm-hmm. to all of us, mm-hmm. and that's another reason why mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we're fighting, <laughs> that we're out here educating folks, and so they can understand these laws and understand how they need to, uh, you know, govern themselves to uh, vote and and make sure they get their voice heard. Absolutely, I think we have a caller on the line, Terry. Uh, caller, are you there? Yes, I'm here. This is Anna Abrams. And hey, I'm young lady. Oh, 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 we're going to be here for a while, y'all. No, you're not. <laughs> nah, come on, sweetie. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> okay, yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, you know, I believe in participatory democracy. And all of the things that the county clerk has just described mm-hmm. that people need to know, is there any provision that you can have the things that you have shared today in a booklet? And the booklet can be made available that organizations who are interested in citizenship for all citizens, could they reprint or could they order that book produced by you, the county clerk, that gives all of the information? The other thing that I want to share, I don't turn KABF off. (laughs) It's always on. Mm -hmm. And the people who have the shows are some of the richest resources in our community. Mm -hmm. And I just want people to know, Mm -hmm. I want KABF itself to put out who all of the uh, people are who have a show and that they can listen and know what that particular person deals with. Mm Mm-hmm. We've uh, got Ms. to circulate information. If we're going to talk about the, the right to education, that was a law that prohibited the slaves from learning how to read. Mm-hmm. Well, that's no longer the law legally. Mm-hmm. But there are ways that people keep you from reading. Mm-hmm. And then if you can read, they keep you from reading information that is so important. Mm-hmm. And everything that she, the county clerk, mm-hmm. shared today, yes. yeah. should be in print in something like a handbook. Mm-hmm. Things you need to know about voting. Right. Miss Abrams, Miss Abrams, I'm so excited. I'm so put them in. But the most important, that book ought to be available. Well, well you you know, I'm, I'm, since I'm your deacon, we gonna we gonna get that you, you we gonna get that done. Um, uh, uh, Miss Abrams, uh, I agree with you 100, percent and I think that the, the 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 everything that Terry was talking about today and her passion probably has kind of um, kind of uh, tweaked that in your mind. Uh, but we're going to let her respond to that real quick. Well, I just want to say that's a fantastic idea. Thank you so much, Ms. Abrams. And oh my gosh, I can't wait for us to go for to go back to the office to talk about how we can yes, get this done. I think so that's thank a you, brilliant. Thank you, thank you. I think it's a fantastic idea. Brilliant idea. Thank you, Ms. Abrams. Thank you so okay. much for calling. Love call, your mama. Call call, call anytime. You thank you, dear. So uh-huh. Who 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 would believe? 
that we would have the people in positions of power and knowledge is power knowledge and is so power I want us to distribute knowledge yes ma'am and, and so that's what i want to do and i think that there are some organizations that are paid for the printing of that Yes, ma'am. Well, I, and, I, and what and what we'll do, Miss Abrams, we'll make sure that Terry gets in contact with you, just in case you know of any organizations, and we will definitely support her in that I'm cause. The name of all the organizations that are black. Mm -hmm. That's right, okay. including the Dunbar Historic Neighborhood Association. <laughs> yeah, thank well, you well. so much. Okay. <laughs> all right, thank you, Miss Abrams. We certainly appreciate that call. That was a wonderful call, and um, you know, it's it's about uh, being resourceful. It's about coming up with solutions. And that's what uh, Black Consumer News is all about, and especially here at Black Consumer News Radio. And uh, we've got to have some direction. So all of our voices are the direction. Uh, yes, that I, we're going I agree in. with you. And, and so, and that's certainly something that she was talking about. That we can uh, put a link on our website too, so that people could download it themselves as well as you know, as well as give it to those organizations, like she said. So Absolutely. I think it's a great idea. Hey, I also want to ask you: the Dunbar Historic, um, the Paul Lawrence Dunbar Community Festival is coming up next weekend. And so we're going to be doing panel discussions, um, talking about finance, um, talking about politics that goes under voting. So you are welcome to come out and sit on the panel. And because a lot of times at our community festivals, we're just festive and, you know, eating popcorn and, and drinking Kool-Aid. I will and, make sure I contact so, you to, yeah, so I can get yeah, more information about absolutely. that. Absolutely. We would love for you to come out and just talk about it. You don't have to talk about it all day because we got to have the music playing, right? right we don't right, right, take right, the music right, off for right, too long, right, right. but Well, definitely. one thing before I go, I'm yes. just, I just want to make sure that people understand that we sent out uh, voter register, well, we sent out some cards. 69,000. Yes, uh, it was National Voter Registration. I'm, I'm required to do that. And so those cards deal with folks needing to let us know if they want to, you know, if they are still out there, if they want to stay on the register, re registration rolls Update and that kind of thing. Address. Update the address, all that kind of good stuff. So we just want to make sure that people see those white mailers and respond back, please. Because if you right. don't, those people can be pushed off the ballot. So they will be on a list that would be inactive and then they might have to re-register again. Okay. All right, That's Terry. very important. Hey, we'll have to get you back on here in Black Consumer News at any time time any day whenever you're ready to make sure you keep us updated on all the voter information because you do a fabulous job of that terry hollinsworth the pulaski county circuit and county clerk circuit. thank you thank you so much Double for being position. here thank you so position. much it was great yeah. i appreciate it. it's always great being here all right and thank you our listening audience for listening in we'll be back here next week from 11 a.m until 12 noon thank you again for being here with us peace and have a great rest of your day and weekend